Well, hello, everybody, and uh, welcome. We've got our second uh, live service, if you like, our um, hybrid with real people apart from the, um, the, the team. I know they are, they are real people. We've got a real congregation here this morning. Um, and welcome to all of you on Zoom and to those of you in the church. We are all one congregation, no matter where you are, no matter how far away you are uh, geographically on Zoom. Um, to those who are here, um, we are all one congregation come together this morning. There is a huge difference though between the people gathered here and the people at home. I have to say that I can't see a single person here wearing slippers. Um, but, uh, yeah. uh, we've had to dig our shoes out to come along. Um, but yeah, welcome to everybody. Uh, we're going to start with, with a few notices before we proceed with the rest of this service. So Martin, you wanted to say something? Yes, good morning, everybody. And uh, I was particularly pleased to see Toby Stathers um, on, on Zoom this morning because he's our speaker. And uh, we'll be hearing later from, from Toby. He's come from Compassion to share with us uh, this morning. Um, just to say that um, for those of you who, who, who are in the church this morning, we just, we just ask that you keep your masks in place for the whole service until, until you're outside. And unfortunately, we are not allowed to sing. Um, so please don't sing or pull your mask down or take your mask off. Um, otherwise, otherwise, Tony will be coming to, uh, <laughs> to chastise, so he tells me. So uh, you have been warned. <laughs> So uh, please don't do those things. Just it's about respecting um, the rules and respecting one another. So I just just need to mention that. The other thing uh, to say is that as we're moving towards Christmas, um, we're all about invitations now, aren't we? Um, and uh, we have. Evelyn's been working hard with Mark to produce all the Christmas publicity, and that's all ready to go out. But we need your help to get it through people's doors. So if you'd like some Christmas publicity to invite people to services, um, either on Zoom or in person, please um, uh, tell Evelyn how many uh, people live in your road and she will give you the right number of, um, of flyers. And uh, you can take those from the office, arrange with Evelyn when to come down, pick them up and you can um, just put them through people's doors. Uh, we're not allowed to obviously knock on the door or hand them over, but please just put them through the door and pray for the, the houses that you're putting them through, that people would respond and that we'd see lots of people coming to church online over Christmas and uh, obviously a limited number coming here in person. Uh, anybody who does come in person will obviously need to book in to the church office beforehand because we've, we've got a limit on, on the numbers. Um, thank you, Alison. Hello, everyone. Um, just, a, just a quick one from me. Um, hopefully you'll all have seen the newsletter this week. Uh, and there was a small article in there about the Christmas hampers. Um, and ways in which we as a church can, can help and get involved in that. Today is, I believe, the 6th of December. So there were three ways in which we can help. One is, is by giving. 
The second is by praying, and the third is by helping pack hampers. So the giving one, the deadline is tomorrow. We can only give up until the end of, of the, the 7th, and then all the money will be collected and we'll go out and buy all the food. Um, so if you haven't given yet and you want to, please go on to the Just Giving site. The details are all on the website, all the links and everything, and on our Facebook page, or you can phone me and I can send you a link. Um, for packing, we're actually packing on Thursday and Friday next week. So the 10th and 11th of December. Thank you to all of you who've responded already and offered to help. But if you'd like to help packing the Christmas hampers, we'll be doing it upstairs in the hall, all socially distanced and everything. So it will be all very safe and secure. But please just let me know and I'll tell you what time to come down and when to, to do it. And the third thing was praying. And obviously, if we can all pray and get behind this initiative, uh, God will empower it. I really believe it's a, a, a really um, amazing way to interact with our community and engage with our community, particularly those that are vulnerable at this time. So please do remember the Christmas hampers in your prayers. Thank you. Thank you, Martin and Mark. Um, as Mark, as Mark, Martin said, we, we have a, a guest speaker this morning from Compassion, that's Toby, and we're delighted that he's going to be speaking to us later on through uh, via Zoom. This is the second Sunday in Advent, and um, we saw a little video last week. Um, the theme last week was hope. Um, this, this week, all around the world, there will be churches where they will actually be lighting can a candle, and the, the theme of the second Sunday in Advent is, is love. And we have just a, a little clip to, to watch and to listen to. So thank you. We light this flame as those to whom God has spoken, with lives touched by word made flesh in Jesus, believing that God's word still sheds its light on the chaos and concerns of human circumstances. A light of love is kindled amidst a world of many voices, each clamouring to be heard and to silence any that are raised in contradiction. But among their narratives of division and distortion, we seek again that song of love which can always be heard by those who choose to listen. We hear again the voices of prophets echo their message of truth in every generation, declaring God's comfort to those who despair and challenge to those who believe this world to be their own. We who believe that God's word still speaks, light this flame to declare our readiness to hear 
seeking peace through knowing that in the deepest despair, echoes of hope can be at their most profound. We know from God's word that God is love, that God so loved the world that he sent his only son, that whoever believes in him might not perish but have eternal life. We know that God has lavished his love on us and called us his children. And so Steve and the, the worship band are going to lead us in, in some songs, just reminding ourselves how much God loves us. Transgression. 
Have the next song, please.
about everything that impacts us the little things the big things and a God who is mighty who is able to do anything more than we can ever ask or imagine so a God who loves us and a God who is all-powerful I'd just like to invite you now some some of you as you feel led to to pray out thanks to God for his love for each one of us. If you're at home on Zoom, please remember to unmute yourself. If you're here in the church, if you raise your hand, um, if you wish to pray, uh, Tony will come with, with a mic and uh, so that uh, everybody here and at home can hear you. Let's thank God for his great love for us. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. words father i love you and you show that love by sending jesus down to dwell amongst us lord we just thank you at this particular time of year as we think of you coming down to be amongst us to live amongst us lord we just thank you that you're a god who draws us to yourself lord through jesus and we can't come to you in any other way lord it's through jesus christ we just thank you for the way you want to bless us the way you're with us in every situation lord we just even in these difficult dark times lord we know you are there for us you're completely for us lord just help us to trust you in these particular times lord to show you will show us the way lord but just thank you for loving us to help us to show that love back to you that we can praise you and worship you you are our god you're our lord you're our savior hallelujah Lord, we do thank you for your love. Your love that's all-encompassing. 
that's never ending, that's unconditional. Your love that went so far as to send your son to die for us, for each one of us. Lord, thank you for your love. Amen. Well, um, it's a, a good day, Sunday, obviously, but it's also a, a day with, with some sadness in it because it's the last day that um, Tracy and Nick Critchell are going to be with us in this area. Obviously, with the, the wonders of Zoom, they'll still be able to join us on a Sunday as long as we have uh, Zoom services. Um, but I'm going to invite them up now. Um, if you could come and stand behind the lectern so that people at home can see you as well. And uh, we'll just find out a little bit about where you're going and uh, what we can pray for for you. You can take. You can take. See some faces. Yeah. Yeah. So, firstly, can you tell me how long you've been linked with with Heatherville? Uh, 26 years. You're speaking oh, to the sorry. mic. Yeah, yeah. 26 years we've been here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 26 years. Yeah. And now we're saying goodbye to you. So where where are you going? Can you tell us about that? Um, you want to? You can move forward a little bit. So. Um, we're going to Osmington in Dorset, which is near Weymouth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, if I stand here, yeah, that's probably better, better because yeah, you're, yeah, you yeah, 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 um, low beams in various places, so I think I might have to watch the head a couple of times. I'll get used to it, I'm sure, um, but we'll see how it goes. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, as if um, as if a pandemic wasn't enough to go through this year, we decided to move house as well. And I think Tracy had me look at houses across the whole of the southern England before we actually settled on Weymouth. It's true, isn't it? Yes, this is true. This is true. Um, this is actually true. So, you know, in that sense, uh, we we eventually ended up with uh, going to Weymouth with. Um, uh, on, on the boat, actually, which is one of the reasons that we were going down there with uh, Yvonne and Alan and Quinton, who you all know. Um, we shot off for the day and fell in love with the second house that we saw that day, um, which wasn't really part of the schedule. But um, that's where we ended up. And uh, something said this is the right place to go to. It's a small village, um, just a couple hundred people in the little village that's outside of uh, the town there. Um, yeah, it'll be quite different to living in this area and working, etc. Yeah. And Wednesday, is that right? So, no, Friday. Oh, no, Friday. 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 Yes, the, Friday, Friday the 11th. Yes, yeah. yes. Friday. Wednesday was for exchanging last week, That's wasn't right. it? Friday yeah. the 11th. Yeah. So you're, you're going then. Yeah. Yeah. We will miss you. You've contributed a lot, both of you, you know, to, to the life of the church. You've got many friends in this area. Yeah. Um, but we, we wish you well. We wish you God's blessing. Um, I mean, you and I, we've had links going back a long way to the, you know, Ladies group Logos, aren't we, yeah, when you yeah, used to come I, to that? Yeah, I don't know if you... I started off in what was the cattle shed outside with the yes. toddler group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I started, I started in there. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a long time. And of course, we've, uh, you know, the, the flower arranging that you've done and the 
the carols by candlelight uh, yeah. that's been a whole family um event hasn't yes, it, it has. you know yeah. Yeah. doing that and uh, so we appreciate everything that you've you've brought to us and and your friendship and uh, what can we pray for um that it all goes smoothly mm -hmm. on um, friday and we get there and we can get in and we don't have to sit outside <laughs> and that we actually have our bed that night to sleep in yeah. that would be good yeah, yeah. that would be good yes yeah. So, yeah. yeah yeah and do you think there's a, a fellowship locally that you'll be able to join there, there is a local village church um st osmond's it's called which is right. the little church that's in the village as part of the the ridgeway set of churches on the outside of weymouth there mm -hmm. so, so we'll have when things get a bit more normal we'll have to go along and see how that works for us but it yes. is part of the village and they do lots of community things right. so we'll, we'll want to try and fit in with that if not there's another church a bit further away and mm -hmm. then there is baptist down in weymouth as right. well yep. so yeah. um when things are a bit more normal but until then i'll just zoom here, yes really. yep. yeah yeah yes so we, it's not as though you'll be disappearing from... We're, we're moving from away, Canada. but we won't necessarily be leaving straight yes. away, as it were. Yeah. So. Yes, yeah. well, that, that's good for us. I mean, obviously, in these days, it's not the right time to be, you know, you can't go along to normal church services and no. uh, exactly. try things out. Exactly. So. And meet people and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And if we could just say, you know, uh, on our behalf, thank you to all of you as the head of our family that you've become, mm -hmm. you know, 27 years we've been here. Um, you know, you've seen us through raising our own four children here, 10 foster children that we've done here as well um, over the, the past years. Of course, I went through significant illness last year and thankfully on Friday, my um, on oncologist told me that I was still in remission 12 months later. So thank you for the prayers for that, um, which is you know really good news as we go through all of this and try and move away as well. Um, so yeah, just thank everybody for all of that that you've been through with us as well. Let's pray for you. Thank you. Lord God, we thank you so much for Nick and for Tracy and for their family. Thank you for the many years that they've been um, part of this church. Thank you for their big hearts, Lord, uh, the way they have fostered all, all these children and uh, just shown your love. We're thinking of love today, Lord, and uh, they, they have poured out love into the lives of, of these children, and we thank you for that. We thank you for the healing that you've brought about for, for Nick, and we pray that um, that, that will, will continue, that there will never again be, be a, a problem with um, that, that cancer that was there, Lord. We just thank, thank you for what you've done. We ask for your blessing on them as they, they move. We ask for smooth um, procedures on, on Friday, Lord, that everything will go according to plan that they'll get the keys and be able to move in and uh, have enough in place on, on Friday night to have somewhere comfortable to sleep, Lord. And, um, we ask that you would go before them, that even in these difficult times of not being able to mix normally with, with people, that you will prepare the right uh, church for them, that you will um, just give them good friends in that area and that they will, they will settle in. Um, I'm sure they'll soon become part of the community, Lord. But we ask for your blessing on them. And uh, for those of their friends, uh, those of us here um, who'll miss them, uh, just we, we ask them or that they go with, with our blessing, with your blessing, Lord, that um, they might be able to shine your light in, in that new community. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen.
Thank you, Alison. Thank you. Uh, yes, sorry about that. I was um, just wiping the mic that I had used <laughs> to, to return it. Um, so yes, we're thinking about God's love and it's quite appropriate that uh, today we, we do have Toby speaking to us um, from compassion about the ways in which we, we can show God's love to one another. And uh, our reading this morning is from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 to 10. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages, he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith, and this not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Father God, we thank you for your word. And we thank you for Toby um, as he speaks to us now. Um, it's maybe not the same as having him here in the building, Lord, but we do thank you for the, the technology that enables us to, to hear from Toby now as he comes to speak to us. Amen. So over to you, Toby. Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, thank you uh, so much for, um, I was about to say thank you for having me. I mean, thank you for having me use up one of your participant slots, <laughs> I guess, in your uh, uh, Zoom channel. Um, I know that um, we were kind of umming and ahhing whether I could come and be in the building. And I think it's, um, uh, whilst I would love to come and be with you, I think it's, this works really well. Um, as you will see behind me, uh, this is not where I'm based. Um, this is actually the Highlands of Scotland where I went on holiday, but um, my background is that of a shed, hence the, needing the coat as well, because my office is in my shed and it's a little bit nippy, a little bit chilly out here. So um, you'll have to forgive my keeping the coat on. Um, so um, many of you will have seen me last year at a similar sort of time. Actually, I came and, and uh, spoke with you all last year. And since then you've continued to do amazing things through your compassion sponsorships. Um, I sent Martin a PowerPoint of all the details, which I hope will go out to you all um, in due time. But just to give you some uh, headline figures, um, so far you, or this year at least, you've been supporting at least 25 children as a church, which actually equates to over 10,000 pounds in financial support for children in poverty across the world, which is absolutely amazing. You probably didn't even realise that as a church you were giving £10,000 to mission across 11 different countries around the world. It's um, maybe you've not even thought about it over the year, but I really wanted to remind you of that and encourage you and say thank you so much um, for what you're doing, not just 
because I work for Compassion, but because it's genuinely a fantastic thing that you're doing and making such a huge difference to the lives of children. Now, clearly, recently in the last few, six months has been hard. Um, and I don't want to take away any difficulty that we may have faced in this country, even, um, you know, I myself have had my, my, my own challenges. And with every person in this meeting, there will have been a, a different set of challenges that people have had to face. Um, but I do know also that children in poverty are are hit the hardest in, in times like these. Those who have nothing don't suddenly have as much as us, they have less than nothing sometimes. And, um, you know, the projects that we work with and the children that you've been supporting have been receiving the best care we can provide um, through these times. So just wanted to encourage you with that. You are making a massive difference and continuing to make a difference even through difficult times. Now, just as I a, a, a jump in, I wanna, um, cast your mind back or um, to a fine year of about 2009. Um, I don't know what you were doing then, um, but I was at university. I had, um, I went to university from sort of 2008, 2010-ish, 2011. And um, when I left for university, I don't know if you've had some older children perhaps or um, in your families that have gone to university and then come to visit you or even more recently where you've not seen somebody for a long time because of the pandemic and you suddenly see them again I don't know about you but sometimes you feel like you're meeting a different person uh, maybe they've had their hair's got a bit longer maybe they've not shaved for a little while because they haven't had to go out the house in in three months um, you know I wonder if you've met anybody you think oh that's an interesting haircut you you've managed to go with or or you see them on zoom for the first time in ages um myself i had this experience going to university because i left for university as oh, i'm not gonna say a non-christian because i did go to church but i certainly didn't really act much like a christian and then i came back from university fully sold out for the gospel I was totally changed in my time at university and that was where I really came to understand the grace of God and that passage that you will have just we would have just read to us um, really feeds into that journey but um, I remember when I came back to and I get this even now this is a full 10 years later pretty much well longer than that 12 years later um, where people still don't know they don't really understand this Christian thing that I do or am. I mean, some people, it goes from think, people thinking I'm in a cult to just not getting it at all. Um, and I still get this experience. So some members of my family will often ask me prior to an activity whether I'm allowed to do it because I'm a Christian. They, they kind of give me this um, funny look. And I even got it at Christmas last year. I was... Um, a member of, well it was my mum I'll just tell you it was my mum uh, she asked me if I was allowed to eat pork because I was a Christian she didn't get it she didn't understand that I mean that might sound bizarre to you I guess there's there's precedent I, I suppose like maybe I don't know um but I it really took me by shock and people just asking are you allowed are you allowed to do that because because you're a Christian you know because I don't and what really somebody wants to know is are you following the rules? Are you doing that thing you set out to do? Now, maybe some of you in the past have made the mistake of trying to go on a diet. Um, sorry, not mistake. Maybe you've tried to go on a diet. Um, and uh, I, if you've got really good friends like mine, if you if you pick up that second helping of dinner, you'll get a little look that says, oh, I thought I thought you were dieting. I, 
are you allowed to eat that? You, you know, you pick up that extra chocolate bar. Maybe you go in for seconds on Christmas dinner and someone's giving you that look that says, I know you're supposed to be dieting, aren't you? And you're not doing that. Um, and I get this similar idea with Christianity. And when, when I talk about that even further with my family, it actually comes across in the job that I do now. So I work for Compassion, a Christian charity, and they'll do the opposite. They won't ask me if I'm allowed to do that as a Christian. They'll say something like, oh, that's very Christian of you. It's good that you do that. It's very Christian, isn't it? Has anyone done this? Maybe you tell your friends that you're helping pack the Christmas boxes or you're going to church or going to church or you're helping with the carol service. Well, it's very Christian. Oh, it's good that you have a face. It's really Christian of you. Well, thank you. Well done. And it comes across a bit patronising, doesn't it? Like that you can't possibly do something nice just for its own sake, that it has to be because you're a, you're a good Christian and that's what Christians do. Um, that's certainly my experience, unfortunately. Um, but it all comes down to this rule following thing. Like if you're doing the good thing for your church, that's because Christians are supposed to do that. And if you maybe you get caught speeding and they go, oh, that's not very Christian of you, is it? That's not very Christian. You Christians don't speed, do you? you you're letter of the law every time. Um, and I bring that up because I want to share with you just a few a few thoughts on on what doing the Christian thing actually is, or is does it exist even? Can you do the Christian thing, and what does that look like? Well, as we just heard. Um, in that passage just now there's a really key moment which says it is by grace you have been saved through faith and it is not from yourselves it is a gift from God not by works so that no one can boast okay so this is what it really hangs on so to do the Christian thing feels a bit pointless sometimes because it's by grace I've been saved so I don't really need to do the Christian, forget helping the carol service, I don't need to do that, I want to, I want to go, to, I can go to the pub with a substantial meal now, I'd rather do that instead, that sounds much more fun, I'll go, you know, or, or maybe I don't need to help, you know, I don't need to change my attitude, or I don't need to not swear, or I don't need to do certain things, because actually I don't need to, because it's by grace I've been saved, so, you know, we, we, we joke, but we, we might think, actually, we don't need to do any of this stuff. And, and in some cases, you're right. We don't have to follow the rules because there aren't any, I guess. Now, this is, passage has taken, you know, a lot of really th smart theologians, people a lot smarter than me, have been spending years and years looking at this and still not fully unpacked it. But let me just um, try and summarise it for you as best I can. So whilst we don't have to do any of this stuff, we have been released to do so because it also says in the same part created in Christ, um, in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So there is an implication there that one is not without the other. It says that our salvation is not by our works, but it also says that God has put in front of us good things for us to do. So what is a good thing? Created in Christ, God prepared uh, to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So what is it? What is a good work? Um, is that is that doing the Christian thing? Is that giving money to charity and helping your neighbour with the shopping? What does that, you know, what is that? Well, maybe not now with a mask on, perhaps. Um, so uh, it's, it's easy for us to get into this little trap of saying, well, if, if my salvation is set, then what's the point in doing anything or at least I don't really need to because actually my 
heavenly standing. It doesn't, doesn't make a difference. Um, and, but then it does say that we are called to do good works. So I don't know what that looks like. So let's have a look. I Googled um, what is doing good in the Bible. What does the Bible have to tell me about doing good? Does it give me a list of good things to do? Um, and I can just copy those. Um, well, I Googled and the third option down is said top 100 Bible verses about doing good. So I was like, well, I'm not going to look through all them. That sounds like a lot of work. Um, so where's my quick go? Where, you know, what, what is a, a good thing to do? And unsurprisingly, if I asked any of you in this room, can you name me a good thing that I can go and do to be a bit more, you know, to, to do the good stuff that God has called me to do? There would be no shortage of options. I'm, you know, there's no shortage of good things we can do, particularly at the moment with our friends and family, neighbours and people that need us. Um, so upon trying to just kind of break this down, thinking this sounds very complicated. I don't have to do anything, but I kind of should. Where, where's the line here? What, what, you know, um, what are the rules I'm meant to follow? Now, this was, uh, you know, me from 10 years ago. I feel like I've sort of, I understand it now. But let me, um, let me paint a picture for you of two different conversations. I want you to imagine I've just walked home from a really tough day at work or I've been stuck in my shed all day and it's been a really stressful day and I've walked in and my wife is there and I say, come on, where's my coffee? Get the kettle on, get a takeaway in, come on, but where is it? Hurry up, you know. Now, that's one version of that conversation. The second version of that conversation, I've walked in from a tough day at work, it's been a long day, I'm exhausted. And my wife says, I've, I've put the kettle on. Um, I, I thought you might want a pizza, so I've, I've ordered the takeaway and it will be here in a bit. Um, you know, sit down, chuck your feet up, whatever. Now, I'm fairly confident I know what would happen on the first version of that conversation. <laughs> I, I don't know about you, but if you're married and walked in and start demanding things, it uh, doesn't always end well. Maybe you can, uh, maybe you'll disagree with me, but... Um, if, if you humour me for a minute and assume in both scenarios I end up with a coffee and a pizza, what's the feeling going to be like at the end of the evening? By one scenario, I've walked in, I've been demanding and rude and unhelpful. And on the second scenario, um, there is a gift that has been given to me through none of my own actions. Just by virtue of me walking in the door, I have been offered something that I wanted or at least been gifted something that um, maybe I didn't realise I did want, but actually that sounds lovely. Now, well, how, does that, how does that feel different to you? Well, it is a bit of a picture, a very small and simple picture of what the gospel is to us. Because actually, at the end of both evenings, I'm still married. My evening is still going to happen. I'm going to sit there with my wife and we're going to have a meal together. And I am no less married at the end of the evening than I was at the start, regardless of how that situation played out. You know, whatever we do in life makes no difference to our heavenly standing if we have given our faith to Jesus. But what better joy than to serve our Father God in heaven and to give back what he freely gives to us? And that's grace. God gives, and it's um, so by grace we have been saved, so no one can boast. And we have been given that gift freely from Jesus so we can give it to others. All of you that sponsor a child, these children did nothing to earn that gift from you. They don't know you, certainly not now, or certainly at the beginning of the sponsorship, they didn't know you, and you didn't know them. 
but through grace and undeserved freely given. The only reason that many of you may have done that is because you knew they needed the help. And we ourselves needed Jesus. And he reached out to us. You know, everybody needs Jesus. You need Jesus just as much as I do. And everybody in your neighborhood needs Jesus just as much as you do too. So in, the, in these coming months, I want to encourage you to do the good works that God has got planned for you. Now, what does that look like? Well, maybe it is just, have you, have you checked in on your neighbour in a little while? Maybe it's not as easy to do now, but you can stand two metres away with a mask on and maybe ask if they need to, someone to go get their shopping because they're isolating or, or whatever. Or maybe um, a phone call to a friend that you've not spoken to in a while. Even just before the meeting, I, was, I, I could overhear people saying, oh, I haven't heard from this person in a while. Has anyone heard from her? Is she all right? Give her a call. I don't know who she is. I can't remember her name, but <laughs> give her a bell. Why not? Um, maybe that's the good work. Maybe someone just needs a bit of encouragement today. Maybe it's um, getting that hamper put together and dropping it off at the church. I, you know, you guys have all got different stuff going on. Uh, you will know better than I will what that good work looks like for you. But try and do something in the next few weeks just because God has called you to do good works, but not for your own glory, not for your own sake. As Christians, we are the only people that can be called to do good works for the sake of goodness alone. And I encourage you to do that. Now, for some of you, that can be sponsoring a child. £28 a month and you can transform the life of a child. And many of you will have heard and many of you will know um, what this looks like for that child. And, the, and already you're making a huge difference to many of them. But I've got, um, there's a PowerPoint slide which has been um, sent, but also a website that you can just go on and you can log on and um, set up a sponsorship if you'd like to. Maybe that's the good work that God is prompting you to do this Christmas season. Maybe it's um, a small donation to a different charity or offering your time. I don't know what that is for you, but, the, but it says God has called us to do good works. And I want to encourage you to do those good things in the coming seasons, in the coming months. Remember that the, there's a phrase that goes around and I'll finish on this because I know there was a couple of questions as well I just wanted to, to answer. Um, um, but there's, there's, a, there's a phrase that gets thrown around in Christian circles. It says, not of the world. I'm sorry, it's, um, it's to be in the world, but not of the world. Has, I imagine you've heard that phrase sometimes. It's thrown around Christian circles fairly often. It's uh, to be in the world, uh, but not of the world. And so someone much wiser than me suggests that that phrase is a little, it's not quite right. No, we do need to live up to a higher standard than the rest of the world, but we have been sent into the world to do good. If I said I'm in my marriage, but not of my marriage, what does that tell you about the state of it? If I said I'm in my family, but not of my family, what does that tell you about the relationship with my family? Now, I think we need to make the change to say that we are not of the world, but we are sent into it. God has called us to be salt and light in our workplaces. God has called us to be more than um, what the world expects of us. So, in summary, as we finish, we as Christians, we as God's people can do the Christian thing. Maybe it's sponsoring a child, maybe it's something else, but that's because God has released us to do it because he's released us from having to do it because of his grace to us. 
Thank you so much for having me. I've got a couple. I'm just going to park my preach there. So thank you so much for listening. Um, I did have a couple of questions which I want to answer, answer now. Just have a quick check. Um, I don't know how, I don't know if there was other, other questions about compassion specific stuff that people wanted to ask. I don't know how that's best managed. Um, I will defer to um, Martin or, or, or someone to kind of work out how that's going to look. But I'll answer the first question first and then... Uh, Hopefully Martin will give me some clarity on that. So um, a couple of questions about gifts, actually. Um, so I've asked my child to tell me what kind of gifts colouring books they like, but I've had no response. What can I do? Um, unfortunately, sometimes, certainly at the moment, there's been some difficulty with the communications. Um, yeah, uh, in response to that, I'd just say, as, as best you can, try and um, buy stuff that you think would be appropriate to that age group. Um, Obviously, I don't know this child. I don't know their age or, or anything like that. Um, but with no response, you know, they're going to be so grateful for anything that they receive. Um, so I wouldn't worry too much about the, you know, the, the minutiae of that. Um, and uh, why is it not possible for us to send gifts other than books and printed material? Um, when it comes to gifts, uh, you can get gifts other than that, but we don't post them. Um, for postage costs and things uh, but if you wanted them to have something more specific you can put a request in through the engagement centre to buy a gift in country because we also want to support local business as well um, and by local I mean local to the country the children are based so if we wanted to get them something that was a bit different maybe a bit bigger um, I know that um, I've heard some stories of people buying bikes and things um, for the children so they can more easily get to school and the projects and stuff. We clearly wouldn't buy them here and send them there. We want to buy those kinds of things in country to support um, local business and uh, the local economies as well. So I hope that answers um, your question there. Um, but otherwise, I will defer to uh, the rest of the Heather Bell team. And uh, um, oh, no, OK, thank you, Nigel. Um, and also hello, Nigel and Inika, my esteemed colleagues who are also watching. Um, no, that looks all good. Well, thank you very much for your questions. If you uh, think of anything else, do put them up and I'll try and answer them in the chat. But I think that's me done. Uh, so thank you very much. Thank you so much, Toby, for uh, sharing the a gospel motivation for, uh, for, for love and compassion. A really, really great message for, for this morning. And um, if there's anybody who'd, who'd like to, to ask a question, if you could unmute yourself and uh, just, or, or, or in here, again, stick your hand up in here, and Tony will bring the mic over to you. So if you're on, if you're on Zoom, um, if you could just unmute yourself and ask the question, and Toby will do his best, I'm sure, to answer it. Yeah, hi, hi, Toby. Um, I, I was wondering, can can I know you send things, you know, flat A4 in an envelope. So, are you allowed to send Christian scriptures and things like that, or do we have to be careful about sharing the gospel? In that I think way? it really depends on the country. Um, so, some some countries there will be, um, and I'm not sure I should say exactly which ones in this kind of situation, but there'll be some countries where we need to be a little bit more careful on the spiritual nature of the support that we're giving. Um, but many countries actually, you would even possibly on the letters received, they, they all put Bible scriptures and things like that in 
there and I think that's fairly safe to say that that kind of thing's okay um, but I know that for certain countries that we have to be more careful so that's probably a question for a slightly more um, private forum I suppose. Okay thank you. Is there anybody else got a question? I think uh, we, Nigel, have we got that um, PowerPoint slide that Toby mentioned, which is, uh, if we can uh, put that up. I think that is um, specific to, made tailored for us so that people can actually respond via that slide. Just while we're doing that, is there, is there any other questions that people have got just while we're waiting? There we are. To Toby, did you want to just um, speak to the slide, just explain um, what that is and how it works? Yeah, so um, yeah, no problem. So you'll see there that there are actually four children there that have been, um, so you know, some of you may have seen when I've come before, I bring like the paper profiles with the pictures on um, and you come and have a look and, and, and we chat over so maybe some of the children that are there. Uh, this is um, much the same, um, except that clearly we've had to do all of this online. So there's a few things you can do. You'll see there, there's a website, uh, www.compassionuk.org slash hope slash hvalebc. Um, you can go to that website and um, Inika thankfully is, and helpfully has put it in the chat as well, in the general chat. So you can click on that link and you'll be taken to a website that has these four children on. You can just click through that if you want to. You can also do it via text to sponsor. So if you've got your phone in front of you, you just text sponsor H-V-A-L-E-B-C to the number 88802 and you can sponsor um a child that way as well so all that information is just um on the right there and the pictures of the actual children that are available for sponsorship this morning are on the left well thank you very much toby uh for, for that um, for those of you actually in the building, there are some paper copies of uh, details of children. They're in the lounge, um, and I'll explain to you afterwards um, what you would do if you wanted to, to sponsor a child from there. Um, sorry, Toby, I'm sorry to spring this on you, but can you tell us about Carol's With Compassion? Oh, not, not being sprung at all. No, um, no. <laughs> yeah, good question. So... Um, uh, many of you will have seen um, via email or, or something like that and across various channels that we've been communicating this information to um, that um, Compassion are putting on a um, an event called Carols with Compassion and this is we've got a fantastic lineup which is going to be um, the likes of Martin Smith, uh, our very own Philippa Hanna and, and various others. Um, it's going to be an amazing lineup of Carols and this largely has been for churches that have maybe not been able to put on their own kind of full-scale carol service but it's being made available to everybody um, and it's really easy if you wanted to enjoy a carol service um, leave it is on this evening I just want to check the start time just to make I should really know that by now I've seen the uh, information a ton of times <laughs> um, so it will be playing on our Facebook page live tonight on the 6th 
um, December, obviously tonight, at 8 p.m. Um, so that'll be eight o'clock tonight through our Facebook page. Um, and that'll be being played as well. And um, 8 p.m. on TBN, which is uh, Freeview Channel 65 as well. So eight o'clock tonight, uh, we'll have a Carols with Compassion. Um, there'll be a few familiar faces on there and a load of fantastic worship leaders as well. So if you wanted something to do this evening, uh, can't think of a better way to spend your evening tonight. Feel nice and Christmassy. Thank you very much, Toby. Um, let me just pray uh, briefly for, for the work of compassion. Father God, we've acknowledged already your love to us, but we know also that we are called not only to love you with all our heart and soul and mind and strength, but we are called to love one another. We're called to love our neighbor as ourselves, to love one another as you have loved us. And so we thank you for the work of compassion. We thank you for every child who has helped through, through sponsorship. We ask, Lord, that uh, those of us who do sponsor a child would um, be, be faithful in um, praying for them, in, um, in whatever we can do to uh, maintain contact with those children. And Lord, for those children who still need a sponsorship, um, we, we do pray that you will move those, those people that uh, you want to be moved to sponsor children, not only, Lord, uh, here within Heathervale, but, but wherever, Lord, um, that these children might receive the help that uh, will make such a difference to them, but also, Lord, uh, know more about you. Uh, we thank you for that organization and for all of those who, who work for them, uh, both here and in, in the, the countries, in the, the partnership uh, organizations and churches. Would you bless that work and uh, may it be fruitful. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. Well, as I said, we are called to, to love one another, um, to live a life of love a life that pleases Jesus, and uh, our, we're going to sing our closing song now.
those of you on Zoom weren't able to, to see the words to that, certainly at the beginning. I, I apologise for that. But Lord, we want everything that we say and everything that we do to reflect your love. Throughout the service, Lord, there's been that strand of how great your love for us is. And when you, would you enable us, by the power of your Spirit, to demonstrate your love Wherever we go, wherever we are, wherever we meet, may we show your love. And may we, as we've sung, live a life of love that pleases you. And now can I just use the words of Jude in the first few verses. To those who have been called, who are loved by God the Father and kept by Jesus, Mercy, peace, and love be yours in abundance. Amen. So thank you. Those of you on Zoom um, can now unmute yourself. Those